0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Zach Walther chose vocals as his instrument early in life and grew up singing in the school choir. But it was his father's old nylon-stringed classical guitar that opened up a whole new world of possibilities. Zach has been pursuing life as a full-time musician ever since. And in this edition of Americana Music Profiles, we talk about his latest CD, The Westerner. Hi Zach, welcome to the podcast this afternoon.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah,
0: man, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your schedule to chat with us. We were talking off air a few minutes ago about all of the things you've got going on and uh, it, it uh, some, some cool things that I think uh, definitely want to chat about. If we can um, back up just a couple minutes and, and tell me about yourself sure. and, and how you got started in in this life of music. I, I read in some of the press notes that you... Um, uh, kind of accidentally majored in in music and, and voice, and uh, maybe wasn't your original intention.
1: Well, I was uh, um, I was actually a, a vocal student um, through uh, since since the second or the sixth grade when they when they actually give you the the options of are you going to do band, choir, or arts as practice. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I picked my my friend actually or my best friend said, hey, my brother's in the choir, we should do that. And I, was, I said, okay, let's do that.
2: Okay. <laughs> and
1: so I was in it ever since. I, I competed uh, in, in Texas. We have a thing called UIO, uh, which is uh, your schools compete against other schools and uh, individual. Uh, and then you go through and become, if, if you're good enough to get to be a member of the state choir, and I was... I was pretty active uh, in competing when I was uh, a freshman, a sophomore in high school, and then I kind of got into other things like acting and, and uh, sports. and So I was involved in a lot of stuff. But uh, singing was always a, uh, a, something I did, and it wasn't until um, I was probably a sophomore in high school that we, I started playing in a band with with my friends and yeah. uh, became, became uh, sort of enamored with that. Lifestyle and and um, very passionate about uh, playing in in, and has ever since.
2: So Mm -hmm.
1: um, and then when I went to college, uh, I went to a a university in San Marcos, Texas called Southwest Texas State University, which is now Texas State University. Uh, It is and they have a, a program there called the Sound Recording. Technology SRT, which is your engineering for recording,
2: yeah, uh, in recording
1: studios. So uh, that is in the music program. So I had to have an instrument of study. So my instrument of study was voice. Okay, and so uh, I was actually classically trained officially uh, at in in the university there, and 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 I didn't really want to sing. Classically, I mean, I don't find a, that as being a very prosperous career.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, rock and roll and, and country bands seem to make a lot more money than uh, I don't. I don't know. You know, as an opera singer, I don't know what <laughs> what that entails. i yeah. never <laughs> shows that that path. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I've always played in bands all the way through college, through, during my training, vocal training, and stuff like that. So. Uh, I've, I've made records since about two thousand and one, and then you know they they weren't very good back then, but uh, the the records have, have gotten better each time and and i've uh, I'm really proud of uh, where we're at today and and uh, releasing the Westerner, which is our new record that comes out october twenty fifth.
0: Have you always found a way to to be a professional? musician or in the music industry, or were there other things that you've done along the way?
1: No. I mean, if I didn't have to have a real job or a part-time job, that was the goal. Was yeah. The music okay. And, it, and you know, and, and when you're young and in your, your early 20s when you're in college and you're starting a band, touring, starting to tour as we were, you know, you can sacrifice low-paying gigs and driving all into the night to get to a gig. Um, because you're young and sure. you're willing to do it, you know it's it's not until, uh I got married in um, in uh, 2010, and uh, our first child was born in 2010. So it was uh, it, the when the responsibility sort of changed is when it was kind of like it's time to buckle down and make this a, a serious go and and I make you know if I don't want to do anything else, which I don't. Ever planned to, but sure. uh, the idea is that you know we you've you've got to adapt and um, sort of streamline your business and be very business savvy um, in order to to make a living mm-hmm. and so because it's it's such a such a competitive field
0: right I mean there's yeah. so many
1: so many bands out there and um, you know in Texas when we started. It was kind of like, if you can pick up a guitar and play three chords, guess what? You could be a singer-songwriter. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> and sing, about, sing songs about Texas and floating down the river. So it was easy in that sense. And drinking beer, and, you know, it's fun, which to me sort of maybe led to the, pre- the, uh, the predecessor to what country music is now. You know, this very simplified, dumbed-down songwriting right. about music, you know, about, about people's um, like party atmosphere. and, right, and yeah. like that, Which, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, I'm at the age now that to me, it's, it doesn't interest me to listen to songs like that. I'm, I'm a little more, I'm a little more uh, of a lyricist now. And, uh, I've, I've worked with a lot of songwriters over the, the last couple of years that, you know, have, uh, really helped me become a much better songwriter. And, and uh, it shows on this, on these last couple of albums I've done. So.
0: Are, are you writing, um, all of the material on, on the albums that you um, writing? Um,
1: I, on this album, I was a writer or co-writer on all but one. We, we actually needed a, one more song and we were, we were playing, um, hold on, I'm coming, the Santa Day King. Yeah. Um, we we're playing that in our live show, and I said, "Man, this would, this would actually fit really well into this record because it's uh, a lot more in the vein of, of blues or country blues um, and soul." And, and I, I, you know, my writing has changed because I'm listening to more of, of that, and um, it's uh, in, a, in a blues environment. I think this is. Uh, the direction of the path that I was sort of set or supposed to be on. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm more passionate and more soulful in my singing than I ever have, and in the delivery of of where uh, um, where we record these songs and and pl- perform them live.
2: So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's much more so than than there used to be for me. I mean, there used to be just sort of here's your here's your GCD chords and here's your song and that sort of thing. And now it's sort of evolved into more of a, a soulful ballad, or not ballad, but blues. Um, in fact, there's one ballad on on this record. So okay. It's, yeah. Um, you know, it's everything is kind of up tempo, uh, driving, but with that beat in the
3: background
1: that really kind of can, you know, doesn't matter if you're driving in your car or at a club or a venue that you know it's kind of it's going kind to of make you move your body or tap your foot. Sure. Or yeah. Like so yeah
0: yeah yeah um when when you when you're writing your songs are they uh, every every writer has a different kind of approach to it i am always fascinated by the different uh methods that that artists uh, employ to 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 get their music um for you is it more of an organic process or or do you um schedule where you sit down and focus on okay I, I need to write some new music?
1: Well, the you know ideas come organically um, I, I'm one of those songwriters who will have a list of hooks or ideas or songs or right okay or maybe, maybe like the beginning of a song that I, I I sort of in that comes from some conversation I'm having or a movie I'm watching and I write them down on my phone and my, my notes and then I will sit down um, and with this record particularly I was a lot more disciplined in, I've got to write this record and finish this record, because we, we already started recording it, and um, I was like, I've got I've got songs I have to finish, so I was much more disciplined and treated it like a job, which
2: mm-hmm. is
1: the way I'm going to do it from from here on out, which is go in at, at 9 o'clock in the morning, get your cup of coffee and, and drink and sit and at the piano and work these songs out, you know, mm-hmm. or just try to write with somebody and that, that's really what helps is like just scheduling co-writing sessions with people, and you know having songs already started, finishing those songs, or starting new songs that they have. You know, so it's um, it's been. I, I was never a big co-writer kind of guy for for many years, for the, probably the first ten or twelve years of, of my songwriting career. And it's only been into the last you know five or so years that I started co-writing. Okay, and. Um, I will, I mean, it's, to me, it's a, uh, because it it sort of, it, it, it plugs in the, the codes of the DNA that are missing, you know, you know, like that scene in in Jurassic Park, you gotta, I've got something here that I think free, and I can't, I can't finish it, and then somebody comes comes in and is like, oh, here it is, and then, and then it's great.
0: Yeah, right,
2: right, yeah.
1: And that's the beauty of co-writing.
0: Sure, Yeah. So when when you're taking the music out, um, what what does the schedule look like for you? Uh, how often are you playing out? Do, uh, do you play out with a band? Is it solo? What type of what is it? Yeah, like? so
1: we're you no, know, I mean, it, I, nine times out of ten, at fan shows. We do we average between fifteen and eighteen days a month. Okay, um, and we we as of right now, we we tour mostly Texas. We're we're family men you know married yeah. and have kids or have kids yeah. on the way our best player is, is expecting his first child and um so we do we do mostly texas dates um and you know texas is a is a great state um that affords musicians the luxury of not <laughs> not having to drive that far you know yeah, right. Big enough that we could drive four hours be in a market and then drive another two hours and be in a completely different market. So, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 great in that aspect. But you know, we we do get out to Texas, uh, and I expect to be out of Texas a lot with the, with this new record because we're promoting it in the Americana um, genre or Americana
0: charts. Right. Okay.
1: And the whole idea is that uh, that is a chart that is nationwide and right, we're trying sure. to enlarge in our, our audience and, and take this take the next step with this record for sure
0: and and the new record is called The Westerner it's it's out now or coming out
1: it, it drops October 25th
0: ok so just a month or so away right mm-hmm. and yeah. um, tell me a little bit about that how is that different from, from your other music or is it
1: well again it's um, a lot of that comes stems from I I and I don't I don't want to drop his name, but very much or <laughs> if at all. But I've I've sort of been mentored with with uh, by Rodney Crowell over the last decade or so, okay, and yeah. writing and, and recording and working with him, and uh, hope to be doing uh, the next record with him uh, as in the producer's chair. But um, that's sort of been a goal for a couple of years now. Yeah, uh, cool. To the point where it may happen, but. Uh, you know, as far as, as far as the, the, the process in this, uh, it was kind. Of, we wrote, had a few songs, recorded them, and then had some other ideas for songs, recorded those, and then finished them. And it was it was a long process. It took us over a year and a half to, to wow. finish the record. A lot of that was because uh, my drummer and his wife had twins just uh, about six months ago. Uh, we were. Uh, turning and uh, he, he bought a, a studio or a new a house to, to, to put a new studio in that took about a year to to get that house finished uh and redone um uh, and so there were a lot of things that kind of slowed that process down yeah. and, and and uh swearing so much you know it's 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 tough to to go out and play music for a living and then come home and want to, like, pick up your guitar on, on Sunday and start writing. Sure, yeah. You know, you got yeah. to have some downtime, time. But, yeah. And some family time, for sure. But, um, you know, because of working with Rodney, his his one major influence that I could sort of pinpoint was um, a, a discussion I had years and years ago was, um, he's like, after a day of recording his songs in his studio out in Nashville, uh, we're sitting around the dinner table, and he tells me, "and I'm I'm a, I'm a great singer, but his advice to me would be to go home and listen to Ray Charles and Otis Redding hmm. and uh, R and B singers of yeah. that sixties and seventies era because um, I'm not delivering. I, I need to listen to how they deliver huh. the lyric, okay, and and that meaning, you know, country music." especially music today and when he's trying he's trying to groom these for it cannot to not be what country music is today, but be better than that and right. be and be like your Chris Stapletons and your and your Jason Isbell's and things like that. Yeah. That it's it, you know, it's the delivery of, of the song is what's really lacking in country music. It's not on the beat, it has to be.
0: Right, right, yeah. and I
1: didn't, I didn't understand that at the time, but hmm. over time, I listened, I did my homework, and then I sent him some songs that I wrote a few months later, and he goes, "Well, my my boy, you, you listened to what I said, and and
2: yeah, cool. um,
1: congratulations, you 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 you're there, you know, and, and just keep going." Huh, that's so, awesome. um, so in the sense, the westerner is a a, you know a, a foothold or a, a is definitely a, a different path for for me in the sense that I'm not trying to alienate the, the fans that I have have had on the record before I'm just uh, I'm just as an artist you always change we, we change uh for the better in in my opinion you know it's always a change of, of whether or not the fans want that but you know the idea is that we're still trying to go and, and, uh, and have a record that actually would would broadcast over the airways and create more fans yeah, uh, yeah. over the nation and in a sense that um, it's not we're trying to be not be so regionalized yeah. in Texas we're trying to trying to be more more than that and and uh, go outward from Texas and show who we are because we are from Texas and yeah. what, we, what we sing and play and write. But um, in a sense, that, you know, I think it, it can tra- transcends multiple genres and, right. and creates uh, that appreciation for what we've done.
0: You were telling me earlier that, that you are going to get to do this. Uh, what I feel like is a really cool thing is is this uh, kind of a tribute show uh, to George Therogood's music using yeah, George so. Therogood's band. <laughs>
1: um i'm it's it's just a, a hectic time right now uh but um it it was a neat thing we we actually signed on to do this i got his band um to degree or most most of his band i think it's about two thirds of his band that's going to be there some of them just don't want to they just kind of like to be home and don't do other things they don't play music
2: and mm-hmm.
1: they're within their off time but um, um a lot of them like to just play and, and, and love to play music, which is uh, great for people like me because then I can call them and say, would you be interested in doing a show? And I would say, it's like eight months ago, we agreed to do this and it's at this downtown, old historic theater here in New Braunfels, Texas. And we're going to um, play a whole show of nothing but George Strait. And when I say George Strait, it's the George Strait songs that I grew up on which started... Uh, from 1981 till about Pure Country when he when that movie came out in the, the early 90s, mm-hmm. and it's most of his older stuff because that was a lot of what I went through growing up, um, and stuff that I'm most familiar with. And so we we've got this show and we're doing 22 songs or something like that, and and which is not that bad, but when you catch your own when you've got a record that's about to come out that let's just say um country blues that sort of thing soulful uh and that and you're pushing that and you're working on that and to like completely turn the page in one week and and have to p- perform and sing try to sing it sound like George Strait and sing these songs that are that are completely different and not my own so
2: right. uh, it,
1: it is a challenge in that aspect but I'm I'm really looking forward to it because hey i mean it's the king's band and the king's music yeah. and, yeah. and the, the best band in country music as far as i'm concerned. these guys are are uh, coming in and and uh, excited to do it and, and that's certainly. awesome
0: that's cool that's yeah. cool and and you've got a tribute uh, or a, a um uh um, an honor a, a, a the show that you're doing in honor of, of a, a lost daughter, too, correct? That's that's all going on as yes, well? Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, well, the other thing, that, that's actually this Sunday. Uh, I don't know when this is going to air or, or be publicized, but um, this Sunday, it's always the, the Sunday following Labor Day, we do uh, the Lemonade Block Party, the foundation that my wife and I started called Lemonade. What we do is we uh, raise money through an event, or a music Festival a concert that we do here in New Braunfels, where we live, and and we raise money to help families um, that are that have a, a child with, with a long term illness that are struggling to pay bills and things like that. So mm-hmm. We we assist them financially with the money that we raise from this concert. Okay. And uh, this year we have uh, Rodney Foster headlining. Last year we had Rodney Crow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a it's a fun thing. So we. We do, um, we we have a, that we have uh, a carnival for the kids, and, and um, so a lot goes into that. I mean, it's a six-month process to, to put on something like this, and, and so, and when you have a, a, a normal job, and then you got a, right. uh, you're a, a, a non-profit that you're running, and not getting paid for it, it it's a very time-consuming result, sure. too, yeah. so that's this Sunday, and the following Thursday is the George Fitcher Tribute, and then, uh, onto, um, I mean, plus all the touring that we do, and then the record comes out October. Yeah, it's, it's it's a real busy time. But I, I mean, as a musician, it you always want to be busy. Sure. You? Yeah. It's right. Something that we strive to be because I mean we're we're heading the right direction. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the new record comes out uh, October. I think you said twenty third. And where can folks twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Okay. So where can folks? Uh, pre-order or find your other music, or, or get in touch and, and check out your tour schedule.
1: Yes, uh, pre-order a uh, website or TuneCore, which would be um, Spotify or iTunes um, downloads. But if you if you do, there will be a you can actually pre-order uh, the, the record probably through our, our website. There'll be a link. Uh, which is Zach Walter dot com, and that's spelled dot com. dcom
0: okay. which,
1: you know, and let's just go ahead and set the, the record straight as Zach Walter, but with an H in Walter. so Okay. Walter.
0: <laughs> so it is pronounced Walter, just spelled differently.
1: That's just the Texas German. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's the way my father pronounced it and his father before, so it's, it's a German Thing. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Zach. It's been uh, fun getting a chance to talk to you and and here yeah, all you so that much. you got going and on. And yeah, I wish you the best for it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's exciting times, and and we're um, we appreciate uh, everything that that you do and, and that uh, that you guys do to to help keep us busy and and help letting people know about what we're doing. Man, I sure. mean, it's, it's an honor to do what uh, to be on your show.
0: Yeah, good. Thank you.